What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Three Guys from the South Side. My name is Mike Merrick, coming to you live from Dallas, Texas. With me, uh, at least recently, uh, guys, he, he he might be getting a one-way contract uh, back on the show, Boys Bernardi. Boys, how's Champagne doing? Uh, pretty depressing these past two weeks, another bad loss. But um, last, last game I was at that I would be a resident of Champagne. Illinois, which is somewhat bittersweet and going out with the most disappointing loss of the season, but not a surprise. Heading up to Michigan to see them get their ass kicked and also freeze my ass off in the stands in 15-degree weather, which will be exciting. No stops to Grand Rapids, though, unfortunately, Merrick. But um, it's, it's out of the way. It's out of the way. <laughs> it's, it's out of the way. But, um, nope, another episode. I finally had to pick a couple of winners last week, so hopefully we can keep the momentum going. Wait, so you're going to the big house. I mean, that's got to be cool if you've never been. I've never been. So I've never been to Ann Arbor. We're getting there Friday. We're going to be drinking all We're going to be drinking all weekend. So win or lose, we still booze. That's the Illini motto with football season. Um, I'm absolutely shocked by the, all those statements right there. Folks, fastballs. Uh, look, he got, a, he got a one-week saucy after some of those comments last week. Um, after his terrible picks, too. He is he – is, uh, questionable to return. Uh, definitely not coming back this week. He he may be back next week, but we've got an absolute treat. Uh, one of the original founding fathers, uh, if you would call him that, Mike Mullen. Mullen, how's Chicago treating you, bud? The three, the three founding fathers are back. It's good to be back, boys. It's good to have you. It, it, honestly, I could put a smile to my face when you texted back yesterday. He said, absolutely, I'm coming on the show tomorrow. Yeah, Merrick's happy. He doesn't have Dave picking on him now, and there's two Iowa, two Iowas, two Iowa guys, and one Illini guy now. So Merrick's really happy. I don't strength I, the numbers. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Strength the numbers, but boys, I don't, I don't think it was ever a contest. That, that Iowa guys are still going to take down the Illinois guys. So I digress. Let's 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 get to this. Let's get to this this weekend. Um, you got NCAA, you got NFL, and we've got World Cup. I'm not. I'm not a big soccer guy. I'm gonna. I'm gonna defer that to you, to, to you gentlemen here. But let's start with Saturday, Mullen. I need. I need your big play. I need your big play. And and look, this this is the redemption pick. The last time you were on the show, we had Tulsa minus six and a half. People don't forget about it. People don't forget. Right. That was a tough game, but just like anything, you bounce back. Right, you but you bounce. You've been out of heater since. If you look at what you've done in our friend pool, you've been on an absolute tear since. I want to know what's what's your number one play on Saturday. Get what? Give the listeners what they're asking for. Twenty-five five the last three weeks in the pool for those keeping score at home. And I was hoping if I waited long enough to come back on, everyone would forget the Tulsa all-in play of the year. Uh, <laughs> people, that, people apparently have not forgotten. Uh, but I'm going to go with – this is going to be a gross one, too. You guys see it. And I know Merrick's 1,000% on the other side. Uh, but Baylor plus two and a half. Uh, TC, TCU going ranked fourth into that game undefeated. Uh, yet they're two and a half point favorites against the six and four team. That line just makes no sense at all. Everyone's going to be at TCU, which is why I'm going Baylor. They're going to pull off the upset Saturday. So that yeah. rem- that reminds me of that of this LSU Arkansas game, which was again another fucking trap bet that of course I was on the wrong side of last weekend. I I I again it's it's too good of a line to not bet TCU in my mind. They're eight I was one on and Arkansas one last weekend. That was, yeah, I, was on 
I was on you Arkansas. You fall for too, all man. these sucker lines, Merrick. Well, I, I will say I took the sucker you... line with Texas last week, and it wasn't even close. In yeah, I took TCU. I, I was on I TCU last week. Eight, one, yeah, Mullen, I, I don't know what to think about this. I saw that play at plus three like on Monday, and I'm like, you know what? Worst case scenario, it stays at three, and I bet, and it actually moved down, which I can't believe. I just don't know if I can do that two and a half. I think this is a stay-away game for me, but I would like to see TCU lose because I don't want them to be in the college football playoffs. Why not? Why do you not want them in the playoff? Because I, I think – I think the Big 12 is really overrated. Like, they have some good wins in theory, but I just don't see it. And if they play Michigan, Ohio State, or Georgia, they're going to get absolutely smoked. Their defense cannot hang with any of those teams. Um, And I would like to see two Big 10 teams get in, which is still an outside shot with the way things are currently going with the Pac-12, Big 12, and ACC. So we'll see. That's a stay-away game for me, though, Merrick. Are are you going to take TCU again? I mean, that was one of the three plays I had. And, again, I'm just – I'm going off of history here. They eight one and one against the spread on the year. They're four zero and one against the spread on the road. I I don't see how you don't take them in it. I mean, look if they are gonna if they are gonna slip up, it's probably this game. But then again, Baylor's been so inconsistent every every year. I I, I don't I don't feel confident in betting Baylor. So again, gun gun to my head. Hope you're standing behind me, boys. I I gotta be I gotta be taking TCU on here. Baylor getting their ass kicked last week makes me love this even more. Vegas does not often miss on these type of type of games, these type of yeah, lines. The, I'd lean Mullen, but that Baylor quarterback, I'm just not I'm just not a fan of. And they've lost to a bad West Virginia team, and that game just kind of sti- – I didn't have a dog in that fight, but that just kind of sticks around with me. You lose to West Virginia, that's a bad loss. That's yeah, the 11 a.m. game on Fox, folks. That is the Baylor TCU? 11 a.m. game on yep. Clearly not Illinois, Michigan early anymore. One. That's an early one. You know, I, I was looking at the card too. There's only two top 25 matchups this weekend, and they're both in the Pac-12. You've got, I, and for the record, I'm not on either of these games, but I do want to get your takes if you have any. Utah at Oregon, and then you got USC at UCLA, which, I mean, it's basically a home game either way. Um, you know, given given their play in uh, Southern California there, so. Any any takes on either of those games? Again, those are the only two top twenty five matchups that we're going to see all weekend. Man, I would hammer Oregon, but after that last week performance, I don't know what the heck how they're going to come out and swing in. I think the Pac twelve is going to rig it for USC. So if there's a side you want to bet, you want it to be USC because that's their last hope of getting a team in the college football playoff for the first time in six years, I believe. So staying away from the game up north in Oregon and um, Utah, but I do like USC. Give me them. I think I saw a minus four. Yep, that's right. That's right. Mullen, any action on those two? No, I didn't. I didn't have anything on either of those. I, I would lean UCLA, but like Blaze said, the Pac-12 needs USC to win, so that's definitely a stay away for me. Yeah, I'm. I'm staying away from both of those. I've. I haven't. I haven't watched enough Pac-12 action. Probably haven't been sober enough to stay up for it. If we're being honest, wait. I mean, that's a 9:30 kickoff game between. Utah and Oregon. I mean, I'm not, I'm not staying up for that. No shot in hell. There are a couple cakewalks. I I don't even see lines on these on a lot of sites. Um, it kind of a, I guess this is in my mind what makes it a little bit of a boring week. Um, you've got Bama and LSU. Uh, what LSU is playing UAB, if I'm not mistaken here. Um, Bama's got the little kids of the blind at Austin P. Um, 
Are there any other big favorites that I'm missing here? I mean, who who does well, Georgia even have this week? They have oh, Kentucky, no. and that's one of the games I like. I like Kentucky. I think Kentucky's at rock bottom right now. I took Vanderbilt last week, and that was a nice, that was an easy non-sweat. They won straight up, being a 17-point dog. I think Kentucky matches really well on the defensive end against Georgia's offense. They're tough. They can play against physical teams. They don't really have that speed that Kentucky's kind of a weakness in. Um, but man, I've called Will Levis a fraud since day one. I don't see it. He is really bad. Kentucky's going to need to be able to move the ball. I think their offensive and defensive line can hang with Georgia in the trenches, but they're going to need Will Levis to, to make a play because their running back Rodriguez can't do it all. I like Kentucky um, getting the points that game. I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think, and I think Georgia's going to kind of be cruising until they get to the SEC championship game. So that's one side. That's a, that's one of the big dogs I like this week, and you can put that on my card. What's Kentucky. that, 17 and a half? Um, I think it's in the 20s from what I saw. Who is it? Yeah. Look really, let me pull it up really quick. Mullen, while he's yeah, doing Kentucky, that. Kentucky plus 22 and a half. Ooh, that's, that's, it's, it's in Lexington too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah, back to back road games for uh, Georgia. I'm, I'm staying away on that one. Mullen, any action on this one? Nothing on that one. What else you got on the card? Uh, I got like five plays in the card. My one favorite I got on here, uh, Penn State minus 19 and a half against Rutgers. Uh, I think this one's over quick. So line I thought would have been 24, 25 ish. They've been uh, playing Penn, great. Penn State nine- six and two against the spread in the games they've won this year. Uh, they don't play around with their food when they're going against these awful teams. Uh, I think they punch them in the mouth immediately. Was that 19 points? 19 and a half. 19 and a half. That's a, that's a lot of points in for my blood. Well, not when I'm looking at these two other plays that I have, but um, let's, let's hear Merrick. I think the what I'm going to stay in the Big Ten. I love Ohio State at Maryland. Twenty-seven and a half. Well, Merrick, believe it or not, I'm on the opposite side of that one. Maryland, um, Maryland is fucking terrible, and that offense at Ohio State averaging what 500 yards per game. Yeah. And on top of that, they have the seventh best defense, allowing what under 16, 17 points per game. I like I, I don't see I don't see how Maryland keeps this one close. Yeah, Maryland, start, Maryland, they started the season really strong. I think they were six and I think they were five and one, and now they're six and four. That loss to Purdue at home kind of killed them about a month ago. But um I think this is a look ahead spot for Ohio State. I think they're gonna go on the road. Not really going to care. They got Michigan. They're up by 14, 21. They're going to take it easy. And I think Maryland can hang around with uh, Tua's brother at off um, on offensive side. And they also got a first-round pick at receiver. I think his name's Jared. I think Maryland can hang around here, keep it close, just because this is kind of a look-ahead game for Ohio State next week with um, Big Blue coming into the um, big coming into Columbus. So give me um, Maryland plus 27 and a half. That's too many points at home. I think I think they got I, I think you're wrong and I, I I say that I think they got that out of their system with that Northwestern game. I know they had a bunch of uh, a bunch of players uh, the skill position players hurt for that game. It was shitty weather. I think I think that was their big wake up game, right? And you even said it last week. You thought, hey, they're going to come up and put up 60 points, which they damn near did. I think they're going to do that again this week. I think it's foot on the fucking gas, and and they have something to prove going into this Michigan game. They're still pissed off about that loss last year. There's, I, I mean, a, a lot of those starters are, are, are coming back from last year, and remember that game. I don't, I, I don't think they're going to be looking ahead at all. 
again, yeah, personal the- opinion, but um, I, I, I see your point. I, I see where it could be a trap game, could be a lookout game. I don't think it happens just just given given the history that this team has had and and what's happened in recent weeks, especially that that Northwestern um, kind of lackluster performance that they had on offense. Boys, what else you got on your card? So what was interesting about this, I did like the over in this Ohio State-Maryland game too. It opened at 66, and it's down to 63.5. So I don't know if they're projecting bad weather or whatnot, but that's kind of a sign for me to stay away just because moving 2.5 to 3 points is uh, kind of a little too much for me. Um, one game I want to bet, and I feel like I feel like I'm on. I feel like I'm pulling America with this one. I like Kansas plus nine at home against Texas. I I know these computers all love Texas, but they looked horrible last Saturday, and they're six and four right now. Kansas beat them last year as a huge dog. Kansas is playing well. They play hard all four quarters. Something that can't be said for Texas. Kansas plus nine is staring at me on the screen. And I kind of want to pull the trigger on that one. What do you guys think with that? And you that's know, a, I hate Steve Sarkeesian. That's a stay away from me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not fucking around with Kansas. They stay away. Like it's a tequila shot and Steve Sarkeesian's at a bar on Cinco de Mayo. Is yeah, that what yeah, it is, yeah. I'm staying away. Like, like urban Meyer and a 19 year old girl in a Columbus bar. I thought he I, owned that bar. No, well, he owned that girl that night, apparently. So, um, fuck, Mullen. What, what? What do you? What do you got going on over there? What? What else? You said you had five plays. We're down to four, I think now. All right, let's rattle off read. a few here. All right, Texas Tech uh, plus three and a half against Iowa State. Um, I just don't think Iowa State's that good. Uh, Tech, Iowa State gets down behind it all. It's going to be tough for them to come back. Uh, give me Texas Tech. Duke plus seven and a half. I'm not ready to lay a touchdown with Pitt. Uh, they finally had a good game last week. Duke, Duke's tough. Lost by eight to Kansas earlier in the year. Other two losses by a combined six points. Uh, I'm not sure they win, but I think they keep it inside that number. And then Tulsa, South Florida over 58 and a half tomorrow. Uh, two of the worst defense in the country. This game just has a feeling of one of these teams going off for 40 and then needing 20 from the other one. And I, I think it gets there. I like that over tomorrow. I thought you were going to go with Tulsa there for a minute. I thought Lightning was going to strike twice, baby. I, I can't. I can't. I can't go back to that well ever again. <laughs> Tulsa's pretty bad this year. <laughs> They're horrendous. It, uh, hey, they, were they, they were looking good. They were looking good early, though. They were looking good early, early in the season. But it's all right. It's all right. All right. I'm going to give you guys my absolute no doubt lock of the week. Might. Uh, no, it's not the lock of the year. No, we've we've had we've had Bama first half too many times there. Um, I love this. I love this play. I'm going to give you guys a couple reasons why. Uh, Tennessee going to Columbia, South Carolina, facing Spencer Rat Dog and the Gamecocks, minus twenty one and a half. I'll say this: I will buy it down to twenty one. I have lost on the hook too many times in, in NFL, specifically the last couple of weeks, but. Um, we know how that can typically translate. Well, Tennessee's offense, everyone knows best in the country so far from a pure statistics standpoint, 47 points per game, about 540, 550 yards per game. Um, you know, uh, what 60% of that, you know, generally through the air, about 350, 360 yards per game there. South Carolina is terrible on offense. They actually, uh, I will give them credit. 
their offense is pretty balanced. Um, they've got uh, averaging about 190 yards on the ground, 190, 195 yards in the air. Um, now keep in mind too, that Tennessee does have a top 10 run defense in the country, um, averaging slightly over hundred yards per game. But again, going back to, uh, get going back to their, their offense, it's bottom four in the sec. And when you're bottom four in the sec, that means there's a couple teams that are above you that are pretty dog shit. One of them is Vanderbilt again, who last week had their first sec win in what? 26 games. When your offense is worse than fucking Vanderbilt. I'm sorry, you're not going to keep up that top with with the best offense in the country this year. I'm sorry. I know Tennessee hasn't – their one road game that they had was Georgia. They didn't play great. Um, that was like their one true test so far this year. All their other road games, they did play fairly well. Um, I don't think this is a test. I don't think this is a look-ahead game either. I think this is a – we're going to beat the piss out of them, um, and it's going to be a 35-point – Victory, I think, by by Tennessee. So give me the vowels all day long. I've got three road dogs, TCU, Ohio State, and Tennessee. I think this is the one that, you know, if you're gonna go big on any of those three plays, this is probably the one I'm gonna I'm gonna lean a couple more units into. Ohio State, Tennessee, TCU. I'm sensing a pattern there, Merrick. Do you just take the best teams to cover every single week? I mean, top five, top five teams regardless of where they're at, right, Mullen? Hey, we had to kick Alabama out. Yeah, Bam and George are out. George is out after last week. Kirby Smart's got to earn my trust back. He's in the fucking doghouse. All pun intended right there. I hate how their fans fucking bark at people, by the way. Can we talk about that? What, bro, what are you what, talking about? I don't know what this George, is. Georgia fans. Have you ever seen, like, videos from a Georgia tailgate? There's grown men barking at other grown men. So like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. I do hear um, that town gets pretty insane. Um, on game I'll, I'll be there. I'll be having there in a couple weeks. I'll actually be there the weekend of the SEC championship game. What are you um, doing down in Athens? Uh, buddy, mine's getting married down there. Interesting. Yeah. yeah so uh, getting wait, is he did he go to Georgia? He did. He did. And he scheduled his wedding, the SEC championship. What the SEC championship game is December tenth? Is that right? No, I think it's the week before. Oh, it is the third. I was going to say, that seems like a, I feel like that'd be it a is, lot of upset a third. Um, yeah, we're friends going, who would be doing that. We're going down the tenth. We're going down the tenth. So school will still be in session. That'll be fun. Blaze, I'll be like you, mixing up with some co-eds. Fake news, but keep going with the theme. <laughs> <laughs> Blaze, I'm good for one of those. I'm good for one of those an episode. You got to know. You got to know it's coming by now. Yeah, you'll find some way to plug it in. What I are you have do to do when I'm leaving it gone in like three weeks. Where are you go? Where are you going? Where where TBD. Hopefully not back to Timley Park temporarily. <laughs> what, what are you what are you going to live up in Wisconsin with Gare? Gary's back in Orland, dude. He's back in. Come on. Yeah, summer's over, dude. Camp <laughs> summer camp's over. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I think um just one more game I got left. Um I like Houston plus six. I think ECU being a home favorite last game, Colt Naylor's, he's like Tim Tebow Jr. He's been there for six years. They've been playing really well this year. I just think six points is too many. I don't think Houston's going to win, but I think they keep it close with their offense. But, um, man, I wouldn't be surprised to see Dana Holgerson get fired. He had a really disappointing year with that squad. 
Houston just to hold your breath bet every single time with them. They're just yeah, the, the and I, yeah, and Clayton Toon might have been the had the most disappointing season in college football out of any player in the country. He has been an absolute mess and very disappointing. Yeah, um, but there. yeah, let's let's get to NFL. Merrick, are we publishing this? To, is this going to be on the docket tomorrow or Friday? This is going to be out. This is going to be out tomorrow. We do have a couple friends heading up to the uh, Titans Packers game. If if that's what you're insinuating, you you gotta. You got to play on that Thursday night action. Well, that's what I was going to say. We can actually talk about a Thursday night game for once instead of uh, broadcasting it. But um, I got no dog in this fight. But man, I wonder if the Packers came back a little bit after coming down, being down by fourteen in the fourth quarter and beating the Cowboys. You think Green Bay is going to kind of light the fuse and sneak in, or are they still an absolute mess? I think they're still a mess. Yeah, I'm not um, sold. I mean, it was a nice comeback, uh, but the Cowboys dominated most of that game. Uh, Packers got hot super late, but no, I'm not sold at all. I, I love like, the Titans tomorrow. Derrick Henry's going to run. Their run defense is horrendous. You kind of thought that Aaron Rodgers might have been back when he gave that little fist pump after after that second uh, Christian Watson touchdown. I was oh, like, fuck I, that guy. I, well, Mike, trust me, we're, we're on the same page there. But um, you had to think for a second. You're like, ah, is he back? But I, I don't, I don't think so. I, I, I like that three seasons ago. Yeah, I'm I staying away from that one. I'll it. probably watch it tomorrow if I stay in. Speaking speaking of who of kind of bouncing back, do you guys think the Bills bounce back this week? They got the Browns at home. I don't know what to think about Josh Allen. He has lost them the last two games, and his decision making. You just wonder what it's going to be like two months from now. Like they're not, and like you go and beat Kansas City to take control of the number one seed and then you lose to the Jets as an 11 point favorite. And then the Vikings at home and now Kansas city's the one seed. I don't know what to think of Josh Allen. He might not be healthy, but I think Cleveland's terrible. I think Buffalo wins, but I'm oh, not he's definitely not healthy. Yeah. I'm not taking Buffalo minus eight or nine. Whatever. Uh, it's it's, it's seven, seven and a half. Yeah. Stay away from me. I'd like to see Buffalo win. Cause I think it, the playoffs are wide open this year. And like, this is the best time for them to win a super bowl, but they can't get out of their own way. So you Merit. said before last week's game that he wasn't going to play, and then he ended up playing. And like what? Like, and I'm sorry, I, I I might just have missed, you know, read over this, but what? Like, what? What's hurt? Like, what? What? Why is why is he battling through said injury? Like, what is said injury? I guess somebody said it's like a PCL in your shoulder, and like a baseball pitcher can't throw with it, but he's playing with it. But he's still throwing the ball really hard. He's just throwing it to the wrong team. And it's looking like Josh Allen is rookie year. He had a great first. He had a great first half last week, and he fell fell apart in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's also a combination of coaching. They were up by what ten points, and they decided to go for it on fourth and goal from the five instead of kick a field goal. They kicked the field goal. They won the game. Yeah, stupid. So I think analytics is kind of ruining um, people's chances. The Ravens have done this before, but yeah, I think one game I would bet that I really like is I like the Patriots minus three. I think. Zach Wilson is being coddled and basically they're winning games because this Jets defense is so good. Sauce Gardner, Williams in the front front four. Um, but I think Zach Wilson is just going to make too many mistakes and Bill Belichick has absolutely owned Zach the past three games they've played. I think Zach Wilson throws multiple picks and I take the Patriots minus three. Mac Jones isn't any, that impressive at all. Justin Fields, in my opinion, is clearly the class of that quarterback draft class. But um I think the Patriots get it done, and Zach Wilson can't get out of his own way. 
Noon game on CBS. I don't have a I don't have a dog in that fight. Staying up north though, and I keep going back to this team every week, and I still can't understand why I like them so much, but they keep covering like the last four weeks of the fucking New York Giants. They're playing the Lions. They're three point favorites at home. I like I don't know what to think of this team. I feel, I, like I, 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 feel like I say this every week. I get burned betting against the Giants almost every single week. Yeah, I, I I took the Texans last week too, and Same. what they had three I'm, turnovers in the red zone and like a missed so field goal. It's ridiculous. Yep. I had the Giants. It was a fucking the Giants. I, I, like, did, did you just ride the hot hand? But then again, Detroit's Detroit's won two in a row. They did win their first. They won their first road game against. The, granted, it was the Bears last week, but their first road. That's a good win. result if you're a Bears fan. Fields played decent. Besides that pick six, they still lost. You get a better draft pick. Your guys' season's done. I don't think it's a bad thing to be losing these games. They, no, it's a win-win. Their head coach won his first first road game, though, in what, three seasons? Two, but, yeah, Dan Campbell, uh, not one of the brightest bulbs in the NFL coaching class. No, no, but probably one of the most motivational. Come on, boys, you got to you gotta admit that. Those guys, I mean, I feel like I, I, I got to ride the Giants. Great. And if I if I'm not in a big hole after after Saturday, which Tennessee is going to take care of that, we're going to be just fine. I'm betting the Giants minus three at home. It's basically yeah. a pick, right? They say what the, th- the three points is generally that just that home field advantage that you're going to get there. Yeah, so they think it's neutral. I'd probably take the Lions this game. I think they're looking pretty competent. And I just feel like the Giants have been getting very fortunate lately, and it's got to kind of tip back and go the regression to the mean. And um, getting that FOMO, I don't want to keep going against the Giants and then have them finally not cover and miss out. So uh, I take the Lions. That's fair. That's fair. There is one big game. Uh, what is is this a noon game or is this a no? This is a uh, three twenty five game. Cowboys at the Vikings. Six and three at eight and one. In my mind, if I'm looking at this, probably the, the best game all day Sunday. I don't have any action here. I think it's going to be a close one. What do you guys? What do you guys think? I I, I think the Vikings have got gotten away with half their wins have been by the skin of their chin, uh, the uh, skin of their teeth. Yeah, there it is. There's that saying, boys. Any action here, Mall? No, but I can't believe the Cowboys are a favorite. I don't. I don't know what to think of that. I think it's going to be a great game to watch. I'm not going to um, bet on it, but. You also saw those comments with Jerry Jones this week. Dak Prescott's not really playing that well this year. And I don't think, I think he's fully healthy. It's, I feel like he's kind of struggling to evolve. Teams might have caught on. And man, that Green Bay performance, that's why they lost because of him, in my opinion. I think this is a big game for Dak and the Cowboys, too, just to make sure they can stay in that NFC East and maybe even possible win the division, which is still probably very unlikely. But, um, yeah, stay away and honestly shock the Cowboys are favorites. So that's what Vegas, Vegas, let you know what um they think about Minnesota right there. Moan, any any skin in the game here? I'd probably just dabble with uh the over, but it's just gonna be a fun game to watch. So I'm not gonna put too much on it. I honestly I'm like Blaze. I have no idea. Cowboys being favored doesn't really make sense. So we'll little dabble with the over and just sit back and hopefully it's an awesome game. Yeah, I do have one more game before if we want to talk World Cup or highlights. I like Baltimore minus 13. Um, I think like the f- last five double-digit dogs have all covered in the NFL. 
Um, and I think that trend's going to change. I think Carolina, we kind of saw when they went to Cincinnati, they just got absolutely railroaded. They won a big game Thursday night, but Lamar Jackson, Baltimore, they're kind of turning it around and they've been playing very well the past several weeks. Give me Baltimore minus 13. This one's not even going to be close in. Man, if I keep hanging out or talking to Mike Merrick, I might d- dabble on the first half too, not a five unit play, but um, I like Baltimore all around that, that on Sunday. I don't hate I like that. that I, one do, too. I just think that 13, it's a lot yeah. of points. I might take the under in that case. You know, I, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go, Blaze. Well, I was going to say, too, like I've been telling Mullen, Dave, and Hep about this. When is the week that NFL overs are just going to go like 10 and 2? Or like, is this just not going to happen yet? Because once again, like I'm pretty sure the um, overs were like 6 and 8 last week. So it's just like – when is the regression going to go back to the mean, just like with the Giants playing, um, getting a bad break or the Vikings too? So maybe I'll be doing a crazy play with the overs in NFL this Sunday. So just in case the listeners have been following me talk about this since I've been back, it's due. They are due. All right, so I like the Eagles minus six and a half a lot this week. That opened at 10, got bet down to six and a half already. Eagles coming off a horrendous performance against the Redskins. Colts flying high after that win against the shitty Raiders. Um, I just think that's a huge overreaction to last week. I don't know why that line dropped almost four Je- points. The, the, the emotion behind Jeff Saturday getting his, getting his first win, that's gone. That's gone. The Eagles are going to take the win right out, right out of the sails at Lucas Oil. There's, I like that too, Mullen. And I'm, beating I'm Josh McDaniels that. doesn't really count as a win when um, proving all the haters right. That guy's going to be fired, and he's clearly not an NFL coach. He's in over his head. Was with Denver and is with the Raiders. I'm going to ask you guys one last question, and I'm still searching for answers on this. Um, and and by no means do I have any dog in this fight, but San Francisco at Arizona. Why are the fucking Cardinals so bad? Merrick, this game's in Mexico City, by the way. It is. You're right. Azteca, Mexico City. We're there. The Mayans. What the fuck? <laughs> Why the fuck is this? Why why are they so bad this year? Well, so I think what's kind of interesting is Colt McCoy played really well last week. And, like, he's not Kyler Murray, but he's way more consistent. And I don't want to go back to the Call of Duty thing. It looks like he actually studies the film and watches game tape and knows what defenses are going to line up to do instead of Kyler Murray just improvising his way down the field. I don't know. It's an interesting game. San Francisco... They look good. They didn't cover against the Chargers on Sunday. Stay away. I might end up betting this just because it's a Monday night. What else is going on? And I'm on Thanksgiving break. Um, But we'll see how it goes. What a fucking program. Thanksgiving break. Guy gets the whole week off. That's pretty nice. Yeah, I get to take my time going back from Ann Arbor. What are the co-eds doing Monday night? (laughs) Cams? There he is. America, they're clearly on Thanksgiving break, so they're clearly not on campus. But... Hey, you don't know that. Some may stick around, boys. There's a couple locals. I, hey, honestly, fact... I'll probably be watching the World Cup on Monday. You said you said it though. You said it. Colt McCoy is playing quarterback. He might that not play. Guy... He... So uh, Murray and Colt McCoy are hurt. McCoy seriously? Left last... Yeah, McCoy left uh, last game with a knee injury. That's why that line shot up. Uh, oh. So McCoy and Murray both might be out. So who is the Cardinals' third stringer? Uh, Trace McSorley. Oh my God! That's safe, baby. 
He didn't look that bad in Baltimore, but that feels like three interceptions just waiting to happen and maybe one crazy touchdown. Against that Niners defense? Yeah. That that would be bad news for McSorley. The fact that Colt McCoy is still playing like professional football is beyond me. 36 36 years old. It's pretty crazy how old he is, and he's still playing. And hey, he's like a better, he's like a less rich version of Chase Daniels, but they're both good. Right. Oh my God. That, dude, Chase Daniels, that guy, that guy is still getting paid. Oh, so I think he's probably not going to play again after that series. He had to sub in for um, Herbert for a series, and he threw three incompletions and like looked absolutely scared out of his mind. So he might be done after this season. But hey, hell of a run. He'll make more money than all three of us ever will in our lifetimes. I don't know why, but I think of both those guys and I think about Jake DeLome. Didn't that guy play till he was like 38 years old? Yeah, and then he was pretty bad at the end. Like crashed Jake, and burned. Jake Daylight home and you want to go home? Um, I just remember that Bears playoff game. I don't yeah, I was there. <laughs> All right, boys, what do you got for us, World Cup? Mullen, I don't know if you have any action there. I certainly don't. I will say the one thing that I saw is that most uh, bars in Qatar or wherever the fuck this is at, it's uh, they're charging like $92 a beer. Like, I did see that. Outrageous. That's, that out, absolutely absurd. To, yeah. get that, to get to pay $92 to a Miller Lite, absolutely not. Dollars. What, what, what do you guys got? What, what do you guys got on this? I'm, I'm, I'm out here. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous how this is being played in Qatar. I have no problem having to adapt and play it in the wintertime. But, man, you think there's somewhere else in the Middle East like Israel where this World Cup could be and be a little more fun, be able to booze and party with not just a bunch of dudes. Um, a couple plays, it seems like favorites, but um, I really like Brazil and Argentina and points bet has this play double chance. You get to pick two teams to win, Argentina and Brazil. It's two to one if either of those teams win. And the way it's working out, if the pools work, Argentina wins their pool. Brazil wins their pool. They can both beat in the semis, and you'll have a team guaranteed in the championship who will most likely be the favorite. Um, so that's one of the plays I really like. And then also, um, top goal scorer. I think this is kind of interesting what to think about. Everyone loves Harry Kane. I don't know how I feel about that, but if I was doing this, I would look at a, a team that is just going to beat somebody to a pulp like Saudi Arabia, um, which is in Argentina's division or someone on the Netherlands who just might run up the score in one game and score four goals, and they might have the favorite right there. So I'd look at someone like Messi, or I'd look at someone in the Netherlands who wants that top goal score and just might um, cruise through their pool, having an easy pool against someone like Qatar, Ecuador, and um, I can't remember the other team, but those are the games. I'd stay away from Harry Kane as top goal scorer. Go Brazil and Argentina. I'm going to place a large bet on this one, but probably do it on Sunday or Monday morning before this kick kicks off. But, no, happy to have something to, to watch during Thanksgiving week in this next month of the year. So college basketball, bowl season, World Cup, NFL, it's pretty exciting how this is working out. It's a good time to be a sports fan, that's for sure. NBA's yeah, right. back. Hockey's in full swing. But that's all I got for this episode. I don't know, Mullen, if you like anything in the World Cup. or I did two plays. I did Brazil. Um, you really talked them up in the group chat a couple weeks ago too. So I love I, I love Brazil, and then I also bet England uh, nine to one. Yeah, I think the way it works with England, you got to think they're guaranteed to get to um the quarterfinals because they win their division, and then how it works in the knockout round, they play the second team in the A pool, 
and it's clearly not going to be the Netherlands. So you can be playing someone like Ecuador, which would be really nice. Can I can I ask a, a burning question? Who's the favorite? Brazil, Brazil is four and a half to one. Perfect. I'll bet them. And I think it's been the longest time they've ever not won a World Cup. They are due. I mean, Argentina's going to be tough to beat, though. Uh, yeah, I agree. I, mean, I, I don't know if their defense can hold in. up, but do it for Messi. What if they won 20-some uh, international matches in a row coming into this? That They're they're playing awesome. Wow. Yeah. Messi. Would be nope, I'm good. If, I'm... if he wins on his last World Cup. But nope, that's all I got. Um, Gonzaga and Texas are on right now, too, so I kind of want to go back and want, be able to catch a little bit of that. But college yeah, hoops is back, think. too, so we got the Maui next week. Mm-hmm. Illinois is playing in Las Vegas this Friday. So let's see how it goes. I like how you call them Illinois. It's Illinois, boys. Tomato, tomato. Milk, milk. <laughs> Mon, I just want to say thanks for thanks for coming on, man. It's been a while. Yeah, Good it's always fun, here. boys. Always yeah, fun. don't let us win. Let us win the pool once this season, Mullen. So don't yeah, forget to I'm be bad if you forgot to it's submit your tough. picks. I still owe you that fifty. <laughs> I'll send it tomorrow when I submit my picks. Yeah, I got. I actually that reminds me. I owe you the last two weeks. I'm gonna do that right now. Sounds I good, boys. Do, I gotta do that right now. Uh, listeners, thanks for tuning in, uh, Mullen. Again, thanks for coming on. It's great to hear from you. Great to see. You. Great to see your face too. Uh, boys, way to be a great uncle, Dave. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, he's serving as one game saucy. Boys, easy on the Ann Arbor co-eds. You know, maybe shave that stash before you get up there. So it's number three, I'm not keeping track, but <laughs> I thought it was only once every episode. No, I said at least once, at least, boys. That they should have taught you that in math class. Um, listeners, thanks again for tuning in. We'll catch everybody next week. Good luck and happy gambling. Peace. Don't you cry.